0: You're listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Yes, it is. I'm back for another podcast this week. I told you it was a possibility. My sports bag is bursting, and uh, I'm delighted to finally report with some passion on the NBA's playoffs. That's right. I said it. I, I don't have a team in the NHL, my preferred game. It doesn't matter to me whether the Carolina frickin' Hurricanes or the Florida Panthers represent the Eastern Conference in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Don't care. I I care less about the West than I do the East with the Las Vegas Knights and Dallas Stars doing battle for the right to hoist hockey's holy grail. So I've been looking for somebody to root for, and I have found that team because of that guy because of an investor who had the balls to say, yes, I will take the Los Angeles Lakers, their abysmal record and seventh seed be damned. He liked the Lakers back in the winter. In fact, an Illinois wagerer, there's a Land of Lincoln investor who really needs a turnaround for the Lakers in these Western Conference finals. The Lakers came up short last night and now trailed the series against Denver, In the Western Finals, two games to none. Game three is tomorrow night. At Bet Rivers, the Lakers are laying five and a half. I'm not going to lay the points just because Denver is so explosive. But I'm rooting for the Lakers, and I'll be watching the Lakers. And maybe I'll even play them on the money line. They're minus 215 this morning. But here's why I'm rooting for a man I don't even know. And I guess I need to give him a name. I thought about Investor X, but I'm going to call him Mr. Laker or Laker Boy during this emergency session of the Danny Mac Podcast just because this is a cool story and it's one you should know. Here's what this guy did regarding the L.A. Lakers. He made a bunch of futures bets early in the season. I think 46 of them to be, to be factual about it. That's about $25,000 in investments. And that was just for the Lakers to win the Western Conference. And I mentioned that at the time, uh, they were huge underdogs. They were not – when the playoffs finally rolled around, their odds went down, and they were plus 900 just to win the West. The investor – after all all of these futures plays, would win one. Let me rephrase that. He would earn $1.2 million. All they have to do is overcome Denver and get to the finals. They don't have to win it. doesn't matter. They, they don't have to beat the Celtics. They don't have to beat the Heat. All they got to do is come back from a 2 games to none deficit, and Mr. Laker wins $1.2 million. Now, if they were to go on and beat either the Celtics or the Heat in the finals, He would pocket $4 million in earnings. That is a huge liability for our good friends at Bet Rivers. I might have to take a COVID cut for these weekly podcasts. 46 futures plays. And then he made another 100 ish bets, ballsy bets totaling $30,000 during the regular season. Those moves, if they come in around 2.6, that's on 30 k worth of bets. I mentioned that 25 k on the futures plays a total investment of $55,000. Now, I don't have $55,000 to piss away on, on the basketball playoffs or anything else. But, boy, I, I in fact, I think the biggest wager I ever made was $2,000. And that was because of the odds I gave a guy on a 10-to-1 bet, a $200 10-to-1 bet. Uh, The the details of my lack of faith in Rex Grossman and how it cost me two grand, not important to Laker boy today. That's a lot of balls to bet $55,000, especially on a team nobody thought would win. And what I love about this guy and his faith in the great Darvin Ham, Ham I am, the Lakers coach, the pride and joy of Saginaw, Michigan. Love Saginaw, good smallmouth fishing there is that he hooked the Lakers in January to the Kansas City Chiefs on a two-team parlay. He did a parlay, Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, the chalk. They carry their end of the deal. They, they edge the Eagles on Super Bowl Sunday, and he's waiting on the Lakers now to win the NBA Finals. This is not just winning the West. They have to win the whole bundle for that parlay to come in. If it does, his payout is 219-1. to 1. 219 to 1 that makes those guys from the big short look like penny Annie guys doesn't it uh the two kids jamie and charlie out in colorado <laughs> who were had a garage fund uh hedge fund a garage band hedge fund and uh they wound up making fortunes betting on the double b's the uh the housing market crash of 08 if you haven't seen that movie you ought to it's uh it's really really cool This this Laker boy last night had to just be freaking out because they were so close to tying the series at a game aside. They led after three quarters. Even though LeBron James played like crap last night, he was 0 for 6 from beyond the arc. He finished with 22 points. In fact, the King and Anthony Davis were a combined 13 out of 36 for the floor. The Lakers hung in this thing and, as I said, led after three quarters. Because they canned their free throws. They were 23 of 26 from the free throw line. Jamal Murray, however, was just too much for Denver in the fourth quarter. He had 37 on the night. Um, in the fourth quarter, he scored 23 points. He was six out of seven in those final 12 minutes, and that included four three-pointers. That fueled a 15-to-1 Denver run. The Nuggets canned seven three-pointers in the fourth, and uh, Denver remains perfect at home. They're 8-0 there, ain't no there uh, during the playoffs, 41-8 and eight on the regular season. But, uh, man, so close, so close. And then Jamal Murray just goes off for Denver. And said LeBron James afterward, he made shots. Yes, yes, he did, and you did not. And that's why the Lakers come home trailing two games to none. In the series, that game is on ABC tomorrow night, and you better believe I'm going to be rooting for Laker boy because of the way he did his parlay during January. That's how I like to bet the Kentucky Derby. I love to take the favorite and hook it with the long shot. In my case, I don't have a reason. Maybe I like the horses' names. Maybe a name. Maybe I like the color of the silks. It's just something I I prospered at in 2009 or 2010. I'm sorry. Uh, not that you care or remember. But when I do my trifecta box, and this is at the Derby with buddies. Great weekend trip if you've never done it in an RV. And everyone says go to the Oaks on Friday. I uh, One day of horse racing is enough. But where the money is to be made in the Derby is going to all the preliminary races the day of the race. The Kentucky Derby itself is usually the ninth, 10th, 12th race. They they run a bunch of prelim races, and in some of them, the field is very small. If you've got a 12-horse field and you got two scratches, just simple mathematics gives you a much larger chance of hitting a trifecta box. I do the trifecta box for $10. For those of you who don't know the language, boxing horses means they can finish in any order, And at $10, it's $10 for each potential combination. There are six potential winning combinations, so it's $10 per play. A $10 trifecta box costs you $60. My big payout was $3,210. That's the most I've ever won on a wager. This guy's looking at uh, 1.2. Mr. Laker, he's looking at a $1.2 million take-home if they just win the West. Cause he bet him at nine to one. They were nine to one, seven seed going into the postseason, sixteen to one at the time to win it all, and he anteed up. He anteed up again when their odds went down. At one point in the season, L.A. was hundred and fifty-one to one to win the NBA Finals. He was down on him then, and he got down even more when they started playing better, and the odds shrunk to forty to one. That's the way to do it. You find the favorite as he did with the chiefs. That's what I do for my winning for the, I've actually hit a few trifecta boxes, but none more lucrative than that one in 2010. I don't remember which race it was. I don't remember the name of the horse that won it. I don't care. Uh, A medium range shot was hooked to the favorite and then a long shot, then a horse that's 27 to one or, or 30 to one as in the case of the Lakers going into the playoffs. Sixteen to one to win it all, hooked with the Chiefs for a for a huge ass payout, two hundred and nineteen to one. Good luck to Laker boy. I have something to root for. Hey, the NHL's Eastern Conference Finals started in exciting fashion last night. Did you miss this one? Four overtimes, and it was very close to going into a fifth OT. Florida beat Carolina three to two. I almost said the Panthers. They're not the Panthers. Uh, th- those are the great Frank Reich's team. Uh, these are the Hurricanes, and they lost 3-2 to two after playing all that hockey. Game two is tomorrow night. I think they should push it back this Sunday and do a double dip with Dallas and the Knights just so the quality of hockey is better. Their legs have to feel like jello today. Game one, uh, Kachuk, a member of the Flying Kachuk Hockeyman, ha- had the game winner. 13 seconds before the fourth overtime expired. The game ended at 2 o'clock in the morning. It was a few minutes before 2 in the East before they finally settled the issue. Panthers over the Hurricanes. Game 2 tomorrow night. The the four-overtime game between the Islanders and Washington Capitals immediately came to mind, and I thought that was the record for postseason lengthy overtimes, and it's not. There actually have been... Um, the game last night is one of the. It was the sixth longest in NHL history. But uh, you remember who scored the game winner for the Islanders who beat Bob Mason of the Washington Capitals? Patty Lafontaine. I can call him Patty because you know, I didn't know Pat Lafontaine. Anything I, I may have interviewed, good old number sixteen once. But the Islanders wound up winning that game. Of course, didn't get to the final. Philly did that year. Pretty sure that was the eighty-seven final where Philly went the full seven against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I guess I would root for games seven, and it is games seven. It's not game sevens, even though that sounds better, in these conference finals of the hockey playoffs, just because games seven are exciting. Unfortunately, it wasn't that way when the Rangers played the Devils. Patrick Kane, among Rangers, giving the puck away, Early and often, it didn't cost the Rangers in that seventh game of the series until middle of the second period. Christ, they should have been down three to nothing after the first, and those were some of the more egregious plays uh, by plays by the legendary Blackhawk, good old number eighty-eight, Patrick Kane. That was not a good Game Seven. The Bruins, even though they lost and I was rooting for them when they went seven, that was a much better game seven. And it was full of full of curiosity and and, and intrigue because Michelle Bergeron, Patrice Bergeron, the longtime Bruins captain, had returned to the lineup for the last couple of games. He played the last three after missing the first four and the freaking Bruins lost them all. They were up three one in the series after winning 65 games in the regular season. They go down. And I was rooting for them just because that's a great hockey city. And uh, my former producer, Judd Surratt, now was the veteran voice of the Bruins on the radio. And I was hoping for him that he'd get a chance to call his Bruins winning a Stanley Cup. And it's not happening this year because it's Florida and Carolina battling for the East. So there you have it. Just because the calendar says, hey, baseball season is here, doesn't mean the macker isn't on top of um, – of the NBA's Western Conference Finals because Laker boy stuck his neck out, put 55K out there and stands to win $1.2 million minus his investment. If the Lakers just win the West, if they win the whole bundle, he cops $4 million, and you better believe I'm rooting for him because that is a ballsy-ass play. Adam Delavitt, Baby Capone, is the boss at the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. My producer is Sam Michael. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll be back Monday. My name is Dan McNeil. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.